Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Good afternoon, St. Louis DGS on KMOX. Happy Tuesday to you. Beautiful day. Chilly. That's all I had. It's, I'm just going to be straight with you. Good That's, times. Look at my, it says little chilly. That's all it says in my notebook. This is how You're it's supposed wrong. to feel. Yeah. yeah. yeah Am I, I'm accurate. You're accurate. It's a little chilly. Timely. Timely. I think I, I was exciting and sexy when I said it. Mm-hmm. So Good talk, Russ. Yeah. And uh, this is how it's supposed to feel right now. 34 Good. degrees. Yeah, you're it's right. It's supposed to be 34 right. approaching December. You're right. Mm. Shout out to your buddy, Greg Damon. Thank Dude. you for hooking me up with yep. Greg. Greg's the best. Uh, Greg's a longtime KMOX guy. Uh, auto show at your service. He has his own place, Sparks Tire and Auto. Uh, took the Jeep in. Jeep needs some, some stuff. And uh, he gave me a loaner car. And it is a 19, or 2001, I don't know. It's the love boat, and uh, <laughs> his aunt used to own it. Yeah, and it's it, it's eighteen feet long and it weighs ten thousand pounds. Nice. It has a real key, and I love it. It must have been smooth. <laughs> oh my god, Dave's like I'm I think I ran over air. a few people. I'm like sorry, <laughs> you don't even notice the boat. Don't even, yeah, it's like <laughs> nothing. It's the car I learned to drive in. Yeah, it's a boat. I'm, so I was turning into the because you know it's like. It's his car. It's a loaner. I have to pay for it if I hurt it. And uh, I was turning into our tight parking garage. And I was like <laughs> 10 and 2, man. I was it's like don't dialed in. in. I was dialed in. Was the front long enough that um, instead of going up the ramp, you ran into it? Oh. <laughs> it, it's like one of those boats at the Ozarks. I mean, it is. <laughs> it's a duck. Yes. It can do both the water and the I love that it was his aunt. Yeah. It's so great. It's the best. Yep. So shout out to Greg. <laughs> and Greg's aunt. Yep. And his aunt. Especially after, because I mean, you drive a Jeep, that has to feel like oh. the smoothest ride of all time. Like quiet and. Well, yeah, driving a Jeep. Driving on marshmallows. Driving a Jeep is like running while covered in tin cans. <laughs> mm-hmm. And every Jeep owner out there gets it. <laughs> it just is. <laughs> But I can't, I can't But stop. you guys like that. Yeah, you do. It's like, it's just, it's not a Jeep thing in the douche way, like, Jeep thing, yeah. but it just kind of is. Uh, that's hilarious. <laughs> I remember the first time I, I rode in a really, really nice car. It was my uncle's car. And I mean, I had been in like station wagons, you know, and my dad had his little work car, but I had never been in a fancy car. And my uncle had one of the old school giant Cadillacs. Oh, oh yeah. I was like, I was like, yeah. this is like riding in a hotel room. My yeah. grandmother 
my entire her entire life as long as i was born had a white cadillac of various models she would <laughs> always get, get a it, new trade one, one in yeah. for a new white cadillac and then yeah. traded that in for another one man those are nice yeah the I first one of those my i think it was like my high school graduation party i had an uncle who had no like no money of his own he's just a normal dude but he was a used car guy and he would just like borrow the Jaguar for a day or whatever. He brought the Jaguar XJ6. He's like, you want to take it for a ride? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, he goes, I go, I'm going to start it up. He goes, no, it's on already. That's how quiet it was when you're sitting in there. You can't, you, I couldn't even hear it. It's awesome. I was used to, you know, my dumbass cars when I was in high school, which was like, Bleh. You mean oh, the yeah. one I have now? <laughs> Your car is, how is it not a diesel? <laughs> Your car is so I think it might loud, be and I don't know it. <laughs> She's like, I took She's it like, in. I'm they just said it's the regular fixed. gas like, on there. Her car is so loud. It is. Yeah, everyone. It's like a Subaru. It is. It's so loud, and pe- everybody complains about it. If one person says something, you can kind of write it off, like, okay, weirdo. But literally, everybody does. <laughs> Old, young, yeah. The car you're driving now is it a Grand Marquis? I don't know. I'll go out and check on a break. Yeah. I'm not sure what it is. I had is. a 76 Mercury Grand Marquis was my first car. Those are. It was longer than a station wagon. Yeah. I can tell you this. It's big enough. It could have a, it could have its own little boat, you know, like the way. <laughs> yeah. Like yachts have? Oh, yes. don't, don't let Ronj in the little boat near a big boat. Though. I'm afraid. Yeah. It's, that's my fear. What's that? Oh. Being in a. <laughs> you have a lot of fears, No, Ron. this is a no, real no, one. I, this is, I've only got a couple and this is one. <laughs> You bring them up a lot. This is the best year of all time. Being wrongfully imprisoned, that's one. But this This one one is if I have a fear of being inside a smaller boat. A little boat. That's driving up next to a really big boat. I lived your nightmare. Oh, it's terrifying. He's so afraid of being in a little boat next to a big boat. I've I've done that. So one of my first girlfriends, they had a... Uh, a cabin, like a ramshackle cabin, uh, up by Grafton. Hmm. And so they were river rat kids and they'd go tubing and stuff. And they had a normal speedboat, somewhere between a speedboat and a bass boat. I'm going to guess 18 to 20 feet. Hmm. And her jackass cousin, who was about 16 at the time, was driving it and got behind a barge oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> on, on purpose nope. <laughs> on purpose and th- the oldest person there was probably 20 20 mm-hmm. and everyone's like don't do it man don't do it and it you know how something's really fun and then you're like okay this, this is, is not going fun bad. anymore it's going out it, of control it started swamping oh and we're in the middle of the mississippi and i'm oh. not the strongest swimmer in the world yeah and i forgot how it ended i mean i'm still here but it was <laughs> dave's like so i blacked out it's a good fear it's a good I, fear i'm so up in afraid of it <laughs> I, I always picture when ron says that i always picture ron's in like a little rowboat like a little dinghy next to like a freighter oh yep i think <laughs> I'm almost positive in my former life I was on the Lusitania or something. <laughs> that has to be what it, I'm just, I'm terrified of it. Like that, like you were in one of the lifeboats in the Titanic? Yes. In former life? I, I'm afraid of the hull of a giant ship. Okay. Just being up next to a hull. I don't know what yeah, it is, no, man. I'm. Fair. Oh, they got those big propellers and stuff. Oh, God. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's. She's like the lady with the islands. <laughs> oh, when she ran away from Maury Povich? Bring in the big boat. No one has ever been more afraid of ships, but also more landlocked than Chris Ryan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right, living in he the middle the of the country. Yeah, uh, but you can swim to the sides. This is a formidable river. Because <laughs> you voiced barges. this before. You voiced that you get like internet content that's yeah. all about big ships and yeah. big waves. And I things. do. That's right. Yeah, I get it though. Like I'm deathly afraid of caves, and no one's ever going to make me go in one. That's like fair. that's just not. That mm-hmm. doesn't happen in life. Yeah. 
It's not an like, irrational fear, by the way. Like no. that's a scary thing if you're actually in that position. But I actually have anxiety talking about it hmm. right now, and a lot of things. I don't have a lot of things that give me anxiety, but this is doing you it. Don't I think it's an irrational fear if you're a sports broadcaster from Missouri? Like it's, it's <laughs> why? It's not an irrational fear if you're like a deep sea fisherman. Well, clearly, he's like, clearly, yeah. Andrew. He's, he's on the Andrew. I've not had the chance to face my fears. <laughs> that's good. Obviously, just stay on the land. You're fine. I don't like it. I'm gonna have a hotel along the river <laughs> called the Barge Inn. I think that's a really good hotel name. <laughs> but they don't they sleep on the barge? I mean, well, you don't have to be on the barge to stay there. We're giving her nothing. <laughs> she great. deserves nothing. I, I can amuse myself. How long have you been thinking about that? I just that? thought of it uh. when you said the barge. I was like, the barge in. Like I could think, I, I that's what would be the name of my hotel. There's got to be one. I just oh, picture you at like probably. 11 me, years old writing that down the like someday. And same Amy. Um, <laughs> Wheels, you, you, I forget what you did yesterday, but you were pretty close to this story. Um, they're talking about putting a speed limit in cars. As oh, in like the car maximum. cannot yeah, yeah. go more than 20 miles, over, 20 miles over the speed limit, which I don't know hmm. whether it would change. Like you hit going to yeah, Kansas yeah. at 75. Yeah. I think that's probably the highest speed limit in the country, maybe somewhere in the desert. But making cars that only go 95 or only go 80 miles an hour. Yeah, well, your GPS will tell you how fast you're going. So if your car is fitted with GPS, it can just, just limit, limit that based on what it knows the limit is in that area. What do you think of that? Uh, I mean, I don't like it. Um, but I understand yeah, it if they you do it. Camaro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like you know, you got look at you. Gotta let it eat sometimes, you know. That's right. I mean, that sucker needs to go. You know, <laughs> if you don't treat it right, it's gonna break down. But uh, generally speaking, I don't like it. If they did it, it wouldn't make me angry. We have other similar limitations on things. I was in a loaner car once that was advanced. And it was it would slow down automatically. I remember setting the uh, oh, if you're on the cruise know. control. Yeah, the cruise control. Am I the only one that thinks he's adorable? This segment. No, <laughs> no, no, advanced loner. Well, he's wearing the bunny on his hat. He's so yeah. about his in cute car. mode today. His advanced loner car. <laughs> <laughs> it's from the future, dude. Well, the car I drive is not advanced. <laughs> what, what was the my backup camera? Does it looks like like fuzz? I'm looking through fuzz. So uh, it, and it did that. I had the the cruise control on. And it would keep slowing down, and I'm like, "Why is it doing that?" And then I realized it was a setting that I unset. Yeah, but I would hate it if that's like the thing, you know, yeah. and you can't get past it. Yeah. Well, I know you can't set your cruise control on a Subaru Outback higher than 90, and that irritates me. Interesting. You don't drive 90. Not always, but <laughs> Kansas is a boring flat state. There's no. nothing there, and if you want to set your cruise control hypothetically at 92, you can't. So if you know how to override that. <laughs> well, you just don't use cruise control. That's all. That's all. Well, thing. I don't. I know. Yeah. And I didn't. But I will. Like, I love cruise I control. I used cruise control for the first time two years ago in yeah. my whole life. Oh, it's the best. My whole I like life. I, I, don't, I don't love me. it. Yeah, you have a several it. hour drive. It's, it's the best. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I don't. Oh, the only time I use it is driving to yep. Colorado. It's the best. Hmm. Good talk. Yeah. Let's um, go. <clears throat> complete shotgun now. Have you guys heard about this weird thing in your iPhone? Where you, I did see something about it. Is it a thing? Yeah, it is. I, I saw it on TikTok, and I thought it was a lie, and I went and looked it up. So evidently, if you have done the newest mm-hmm. update, which I have, yeah, yeah. and and Ranj has done it, and he has an iPhone, if we stick our iPhones together, they 
they meld. They swap, the swap information. information. So now and automatically, or does it yeah. say you can do this and you it's press automatic? Yes. You have to turn it off. Yes, and so you go to settings, general, airdrop, and then it's like bringing devices together. devices together. Turn that off. Turn that off. If you, if you do don't it. want someone coming up to you in the library and setting their phone next to you and getting all your stuff. And that's where ah. I think the big concern is, like, kids. Kids mm-hmm. set their phones down. Yeah. You, you, your daughter's at the mall. She sets her phone down at, you know, like, the food court. Some weirdo could set his phone down next to hers and automatically get her information, who she is, her phone number, whatever is on there as far as her personal info. So I had to turn – I turned it off. Yeah. Why would that default to on? Right? I know. You would mm-hmm. think it would be it's, something you would want to have to go turn exactly. on. Exactly. The only people who would like that are people in the tech world mm-hmm. who are so embedded in it that think this is a cool feature. Everybody's going to love yeah, this. Yeah, nobody no, else is going to try to take advantage of it. typical person does not love that. That's a really stupid feature and, and to have. Who's, and, yeah. and who's doing it? When have you ever had – when have you ever thought, boy, I wish I could just touch my phone to Wheelers and get all his contacts and all his photos? Yeah. And- I mean, the only way I would ever want to do that is if I bought a new phone and I wanted to transfer to one my phone to another new my phone. But wouldn't you, you do that once every five years, six years? It just I think it really highlights that a lot of the tech leaders, developers are very much in this insular world. And it's not a real world. It's a very techy, hypothetical, wouldn't it be great in the future if world. It's not moms and dads in Chesterfield living their lives, having kids. And one uh, one element of that was exposed with the whole Peloton treadmill debacle. It was so unsafe. And, and there was a whole article in the Wall Street Journal on how they had to recall all of these treadmills because it just exposed that the treadmills were in, uh, created by this Peloton, you know, super techie company, didn't have little kids and dogs and cats running around, no babies. It was just these super techie, big city uh, pr- uh, experts going, wouldn't it be great if we had this and not realizing what everyday life is for most Americans? That's, I mean, this phone idea, that's a bad idea. This is why I don't have an iPhone. <laughs> This guy. My Samsung has Mr. never done Green something text. stupid yeah, like here. that before. Mr. Green text. I mean, what a presumptuous thing to just assume, <laughs> like, oh, people are going to love this. You can set your it's phone like if down. every and... big boat came with a little boat. <laughs> I almost have now. One twenty-three DGS on KMOX. So I have a story here, and I have a story about myself that relates to it. Um, evidently, a Spinal Tap sequel is going to come out, and it's going to include Paul McCartney, Elton John, Garth Brooks. I find this abhorrent. I I hate the money grabs. There are certain things that are just classic, and you just let them be. Spinal Tap was Spinal Tap. We don't need an update. We don't need a sequel. We certainly don't need Elton John and Garth Brooks in it. I just hate the fact that we can't leave well enough alone. Reactions? Uh... It doesn't bother me that much, I guess, depending on what it is. Uh, like the Ghostbuster, uh, Ghostbusters uh, remakes. I haven't seen any of them, but I'm not opposed to watching them. And I think it's fine. The way I look at it is if I don't want to, I don't have to look at any of them. But the Night Court reboot has kind of made me rethink it a little bit because that <laughs> show sucks. The new Night Court is okay. so bad. And There's Night the Court little boy's my, gone. It was my first favorite sitcom ever was the old Night Court. 
And man, the new one is bad. You were the yeah. only person who even knew that existed. No, I was. Oh, I, I, yeah. I was that excited Nightcore, because John Larroquette's in it. Yeah, yeah, and it was—it's bad. I just oh, well, remember John Larroquette's in it. Yeah, he's great. The opening montage of Night Court. There was that flasher. Yep. The guy that opens oh, his yeah. coat. Yep. I always remember yep. that as a kid, being like, "What kind of a show is this?" Yeah, <laughs> the best kind. But I do feel offended after watching the new one. I guess just, you know, if you don't want to, don't watch it. Well, that's so why I'm the, not watching Frasier. Now, Frasier to, to the point on, on Spinal Tap, though, is that was very much of its time, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that was very much about what the rock scene was, like, the, the funny version of what that like scene was like now. a sequel to The Holy Grail. Yes, exactly. We don't need it. Exactly. And the thing is, they... At that time, when they made that, Christopher Guest and all those guys, Harry Shearer, they had their finger on the pulse of what was funny at that time so in I've, that culture. Good point. And told, now they won't. I've told this story before, but I'll tell it again quickly. And I've told my kids this story several times. And it's my example of just take yes for an answer. Don't try too hard. Uh, when I was in college, I wasn't known for my academics. And then I met Dr. Kofeld, who is a psychology professor who since, I believe, passed away. Uh, and... He took a liking to me and we wrote a paper and his rule was you can you can rewrite your paper. You can rewrite it as many times as you want until you get the grade that you that you want. Uh, And no one ever got over a 90. And I he called me into his office and he's like, hey, I just want you to know you got a 97. Like no one's ever had a 97. And uh, I just what, what are your future plans? Like he's trying to talk me into going and getting a Ph.D. and stuff. And I decide to show my ass, and um, and he's like, and of course, there's no need to rewrite this paper. Uh-huh. And and he was trying to like, like we're equals, you know, like you're a budding little psychology genius, and here's what I do. Oh, no, no. You don't know me very well, Dr. Kofeld. I insist on perfection. I shall rewrite uh, this. Nope. You see where this is going? <laughs> yeah. So I rewrote it. And I got an 86. Oh. Yeah. And it come, and he was like, yeah, so I, some of the things that you did in there, I, I gave you credit for thinking one thing, but you, you convinced me you didn't know what you were talking about. Like, I, <laughs> I could have just walked out of his office mm-hmm. with him thinking I was a genius who just mm-hmm. got a 97, but I had to push it mm-hmm. because yep. I was faking and got caught. That hurts. So take yes for an answer. Take your win. Don't go for the two-point conversion. <laughs> Keep it simple. Smile and wave, there boys. You go. Smile and wave. Anything like that in your past? I you, mean, you ever try too hard to lose? I did. Well, yeah, I mean, that but for sure. Kevin's like, I've never lost. I I turned in a paper, and he had graded it, and then I went back and said, oh, I put... Think T H I N K versus T H I N G because it was the Volkswagen thing versus, and I just typed think. And he goes, Oh, thank you for pointing that out. And he deducted more points from my score because I was like a little goody two shoes oh, saying man. that I messed up. I know. My version of not taking the win would have been like coming out of high school, I could have gone to lots of different baseball places to go play in college where I would have played more. And I went to the best one and never played. Oh, <laughs> 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 Good.
your fever is high, and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. 135 DGS. So it's never good when you say, let me preface this with I'm not anti-Semitic, but uh, I'm not anti-Semitic. I saw this billboard coming in today and it really, it really got me. So as I'm sure everyone out there knows, uh, Jewish people uh, believe that the Messiah is yet to come. Uh, in Hebrew, it's called the Mashiach. And so they are waiting on the Mashiach to come. And there's a billboard on uh, 170, and there's a picture of an old Jewish guy with a big giant gray beard, and it says, the Mashiach is here. Big capital letters. And then below that, it says, like, listen to his podcast here. And it just made me Google because I'm like, oh, the Mashiach has a podcast. I probably have more downloads. Um, But then it made me think, well, 2000 years ago, when Jesus came, who Christians think was the Mashiach, he he didn't even have a podcast. Right. I mean, like (laughs) the 2000 year ago version would have been like. Hey, there's a guy talking up on the hill. Let's right. go listen to see what he says. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been that. It would have been some written down things occasionally. Yeah. 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 yeah it's not like pamphlets, like small. Right. Yeah. So it's not all that funny that in 2023, the Mashiach would have a podcast when 2000 years ago, the one that Christians believe was the Mashiach was just kind of walking around and talking to whoever would listen to him. Yeah. They used to, back then they used to say, well, everybody's got a hill to speak on now. (laughs) Everybody thinks they're a machine. Everybody everybody thinks they got a podcast. It's good. It did make me giggle, though. I was like, like, listen to his podcast here. I'm like, well, I certainly will. I would love it if he had a TikTok and he was just like, doing trending topics. I really got his finger on the pulse. It is fun. another podcast. God. That is funny when you put things into that kind of perspective, like something that we all think of now is like, well, of course, that's how the story went. And you feel like if that were to be playing out now, it would look like now it wouldn't look like 2000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, if some guy was walking around in a tupa and sandals and, you know, hey, come listen to me in the park, he'd be like, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> not falling for that. I'm not stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Completely unrelated, but it seems like the kind of thing that we would kind of have an opinion on. Uh, if you've ever watched, like, uh, Free Solo. Yeah. About the kid that climbs uh, Yosemite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Amazing. These people are freaks of nature. And it has been going on for decades and decades. Another one, a great one, is called uh, Valley Uprising. About the first people, like in the 50s and 60s, the dirtbags who went there and lived there and did nothing but climb and eat hot dogs and stuff. <laughs> so anyway, over the decades, they've put in the spikes, you know, so that they can have climbing routes. And then uh, as you climb other routes, you can put in the spikes and and whatnot. And it's always just been sort of uh, a free-for-all, right? And now the government has said, we're taking over, and we don't like you putting these spikes in that that cliff because it's a protected area and it could hurt the cliff. And from now on, we have to tell you where you can climb and when you can climb. And there is a big uprising again, like, look, it's one of the last few things in the world that's free and untethered, no pun, and now you guys are taking over and you're ruining it, and I just wonder if anyone had any thoughts on that. I mean, I think if they're just ruining it just to ruin their good fun, then that's a perfectly valid reason to protest and be upset, but if they're actually trying to protect something, I think that's a different situation. I mean, if it's actually ruining these cliffs, then I, I get the point of coming in and saying, like, we have to Start mandating this a little bit. I mean, look at look at Mount Everest. It's covered in trash and people die Good there. Point. And it's yeah. like, yeah. you know, I kind of wish years ago they would have made some stricter rules in that situation. Yeah. If people got really into like clubbing baby seals, like it's okay to be like, hey, we need to stop clubbing all the baby seals. We got to. <laughs> what? Huh. I'm saying it's a, I'm, I'm agreeing with Rachel. I'm saying if you're if, if it's destroying like <laughs> yeah. important natural monuments. I, I get it now. I, yeah. I will say, with Mount Everest, there are a lot of reasons not to climb it. But for me now, the number one reason not to climb it is the traffic. Have you seen Dude, the that's, lines? Uh, of, yes, can you that's exactly it. Going I, through all of that because you're special, because you have the money, you had the time, the ability. People have died along the way, and you think you're special. But no, there's a whole line of people, a crowd it, it of looks people. Like, it looks like the line to a ride at an amusement that's park. That's exactly and, right. I I think all the sexiness, and it's an accomplishment to get to the peak. I get it. But all all the sexiness is gone when you see a photo of like 150 people just standing in a line waiting to get to the top. I'm like, I'm at Six Flags. I'll just go to Mm -hmm. Six Flags and stand in that line. It's the most dangerous thing that's no longer cool. Yeah, it really is. Like when you're above the death zone. Yeah. You know, you probably 500 orthodontists are in line there. Like (laughs) no one's cool. No one gives a crap. But they can still die. Yeah. Right, that's exactly... <laughs> What's the death thing. zone? Oh, my gosh. Uh, above 20,000 feet, I think. Yeah. Is it just like, is that where everybody dies, or like, do you just... It's uh, much yeah, higher it's like risk. You, you yeah. have a certain amount of time. Oh, like, okay. if you get stuck up there without yeah, oxygen... oxygen tank breaks mm-hmm. or oh, something like that. that. Like, that happened in the, the Everest movie, mm-hmm. where the, the oxygen tanks either ran out or one of them malfunctioned, and they don't you don't have enough air to breathe. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And the, some of the... Depending on the Sherpas you're with, they will rush, they will carry you and rush you down yeah. the mountain. But I mean, it's even in Colorado, there are a lot of 14ers, you know, mountains that are 14,000 feet, and everybody wants the sexiness of the 14er. But the problem is, it, once it's crowded, 
there's no allure. So I'd rather climb a 13,000 foot and have no one out there than 14,000 with 100 people in line. Yeah. Part of the coolness of of Everest is the isolation of it, or at least I always thought. I mean, clearly it's high and that's an accomplishment, but also my thinking of the whole thing was you're doing it with almost nobody around. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you got a group like five, six people or whatever. I didn't know it was a line. It's like trashy up there, like Rachel said. But on the, the, is it Yosemite? Mm -hmm. On that and just in general, all of these things. Just because a certain group of people loves something and thinks it's cool doesn't mean they get to do it. You know, if, if I'm not, and if the government just comes in and says, okay, we're the fun police, no more fun, well, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. I seriously doubt they would bother with that. If there's a reason that they can state that says, listen, we're trying to preserve this, the more we let people do it, we can't, con- if we can't control it, we might have a rock slide. We might have, what if somebody that's not as smart as the smartest people does it and they screw something up for everybody else? If they're just doing this for good logical reason, then, well, I like it is not a really good counterpoint. Another topic. So uh, Taylor Swift dating Travis Kelsey. She has about a billion dollars. I don't know what he has. Let's say it's $50 million. They're both rich. Do you think there's an imbalance in that relationship money-wise? Like, you have $50 million. You have $50 friggin' million. You can do anything you want to do, but your girlfriend has a billion. (laughs) Think she's like oh. picking up the tabs? Oh. Uh, I, she made him buy a new house. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think she? You think she paid for that house? I don't know. Or put it, anyway, no, I, don't I wonder. Think you think so. it's a, a money imbalance, or do you think it's a fame imbalance? Because I think with her fame, that's got to be almost impossible to stomach. I don't know that it is because in in any celebrity relationship, unless you are Brad and Angelina or somebody like that. There's always going to be a disparity. It's very difficult to reach the level of fame that she's at. So That's if she's ever I mean. going to have anybody, yeah. they'll have to fig- they'll have to be okay with it. I wouldn't think he gets involved in this if he's not okay with that. He's a pretty confident, borderline cocky guy. Yeah, I think he probably just views it as winning. I mean, he's already in his field. He's amongst the best there are, and you know he makes a lot of money. It's not her kind of money, but it's the kind of money where. If you're going out to dinner anywhere on the planet, you're not going to have trouble picking up the check. There's nowhere you could go where you'd be like, oh, no, when you got the kind of money that he has. So it might be an issue if it's like we need six more houses. He'd be like, I don't know if I can do that, but then she can do that. So he has a podcast with his brother. Yeah. 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 New Heights. I just found that out the other day, and I don't know why, but it really bothered me. They they had it before. All the Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they didn't launch it like now, but for some reason, I was just like, eh, like you're already like a big NFL star. I I don't know. It's just weird. Uh, maybe I'm just being way too judgmental. You know but who I else just... has one now? <laughs> yeah, I do. Oh, I do. Yeah. Everybody's got a podcast. Maybe. He's having the, the Kelsey brothers on. <laughs> I was going to say the Kelsey brothers have hey, Jesus Christ they, on there. They'll, the they'll bring the younger crowd. It just I don't know. It just struck me as like because sometimes I mean I'm. On one hand, I'm rooting for Travis and Taylor, I guess. I mean, they're like a cute couple and everything, but they do milk it like pretty hard. The whole thing where it's like 
backstage at her concert. She ran into his arms and he twirled That's her love, around. That's love, man. Well, you knew you were doing films. That's love. You Wait, no. She's jaded, isn't yeah, she? she really is. Yeah. I guess so. I guess I'm just a curmudgeon as Between usual. these You're two. You're afraid to get next to the big hole of love. Yeah, you are. <laughs> That's right. Which one of them is the big boat and which one's the little boat? boat over here. Kelsey's the little boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. I mean, like, in terms of, yeah, the great, not, yeah, not physically, obviously, but yeah, in the uh, grand scheme, she is definitely the big boat. Mm-hmm. I'm just happy they're happy. <laughs> and I would think Rachel would be happy for them. I am happy for them. I just yeah, thought it kinda, was weird. It doesn't sound like it. The kinda podcast cruel. kind of played into my suspicions that this is somewhat of a PR relationship. Oh, stop. You mean Mashiach? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Will the baby be a PR well, move too? Taylor Swift ends up in that range. That's going to be weird. Oh, a baby. They're going to have a baby. Can you imagine? Oh, gosh. <laughs> There's the Antichrist. <laughs> I mean, let's just call it. Right? It's something. Yeah. It's not normal. It's dark. <laughs> 151 DGS. We also saw that you have a bunch of UFO stuff on your sheet. Yeah. Have you seen the African aliens? No. You know, the petroglyphs you'll see on, like, ancient aliens and yeah, such? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They found a new batch of them in Africa, and they're fascinating. Uh, being a Bigfoot alien guy, like, I've seen the petroglyphs that could be Fred Flintstone. It's like, look at the Sasquatch. Right. Uh, these, you just look them, Google them, that's brand new today. But they are surrounded by all these actual animals. So it's all based in reality. And then there are these three seemingly 10-foot tall, super skinny with big alien heads that uh, they just found. Hmm. Pretty interesting. Hmm. Uh, also, there's a, a new whistleblowing report out that there is a, this is so men in black, there's a specific office of the government with some stupid name that there is evidence that Congress now has that they have retrieved nine vehicles. Not eight, not ten, nine. Hmm. That's how many UFO extraterrestrial, interdimensional, whatever, vehicles that our government, through this little, you know, shadow agency, have actually retrieved. Did they have that memory flasher eraser thing? It was like that loader car that you got. Yeah. It was advanced. <laughs> that was advanced. Yeah. Wow. It was an advanced one. Well, and, and I brought it up because uh, Ross Coltart has been tweeting about this, that there's the bill, the Schumer bill, that's supposed to be like total transparency. We're going to release everything that we have. And now there's a small group on the Republican side that are now trying to block it. What a shock. And they are, of course, tied to the aerospace defense industry. One of them, the one of the big voices behind it, represents the district where Wright-Patterson Air Force, Air Force Base is. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's like, okay, so what are we blocking if there's nothing to worry about? Mm. That's kind of the point. And there, to, to, to talk about, this story was written up in the, in the, in the Hill. Right. It's not just yeah. on like ancientaliens.com. I mean, you know, a legitimate political website. And the, and the person who wrote it was like a former member of the government. Her, her name, uh, she, her, she served as an analyst with the U.S. Department of State of State's Bureau of International Security and Nonproliferation. So this is not like a, a weird, crazy person that I, doesn't I have also a background. Think we've all grown up watching movies where it's, well, it's national security. We're like, oh, okay, I'll back off. Then. Right, right. I think that should, the national security excuse should be diminished by 99%. JFK, UFOs, all those kinds of things. No, I have a right to see all this stuff. If I want to see your nuke plans with China, I get it. Right, that's, that's right. current. That's that's proximate. But all this other stuff, no. So, what? 
Oh, I was going to say, a lot of these conversations, I know we always talk about our government because it's ours, but it's, you know, U.S.-centric. With these types of files, is the same thing happening in Great Britain or Germany? Yeah. I would say Russia, but of course they're not going to share it with us. Right. So, same thing with China. They're not going to do anything they don't yeah, want to. So any of the other countries, do they have files like this? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this kind of thing happened in Great Britain. It's happened in Mexico. Um, I want to say France and Spain also yeah, have much, a similar thing. Pretty much every country has files like this. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine that any reluctance to share, let's say they did capture whatever, um, any reluctance is not about, I don't think the American people can handle it. It's probably more about, we don't want other countries, adversaries in particular, to know what technology we have a hold of. Right, right. In case we're going to, in case we're back engineering it or something. What about you don't know what you don't know? I mean, if there's a lot of questions within the government of what those files are and mean, do you... Is it responsible of a government that has no idea what those things are or what they mean to then broadcast them? I don't think it's their obligation or right to protect this from difficult information. Mm-hmm. Right. But what Again, if, we don't if it's know something if that's difficult, do you know what I mean? What if they just don't know what it is in the same way? It, like but it's not their information. Right. They are stewards. They're not our bosses. They're not our parents. Well, that's yeah. our information. One of the reasons why the members of Congress, and again, this is not about any conspiracy theorists. This is not about Giorgio on ancient aliens. I mean, this is about people in Congress who are hearing this testimony and they're saying, we need to have more openness about this. Mm-hmm. There's there, And what they are say, expressing is there are people in control of this information that are not members of the government, that contractors have this information and that there's this little kind of separatist group that runs this kind of stuff, and they don't answer to anybody. And what Congress is saying is, or trying to say, but now being blocked by their own members, like, no, 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 no. You're Because you're an aerospace engineering company or because you happen to be a contractor, you don't get to decide how this goes. But now the pressure is coming in, and the way it was reported by Ross Coulthard was— And my point is just the— uh, Boeing shouldn't be the boss. Right. Uh, uh, the Senate shouldn't be the boss. The president shouldn't be the boss. We should be the boss. Doesn't mean we get everything, but this is our government. It's not Schumer's. It's not Trump's or Biden. It's not Boeing's. It's ours. And I really think we have been put to sleep and convinced that it's not. And we need to wake up and realize that it, no, it really truly is. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.